Welcome back, people. It's episode 45 of the Taxi Squad Pod. Vinny boy, we're back again. Yeah, it's the best time of the week, man. Happy to yeah. be here. We're about halfway through the NFL uh, year. So how does that make you feel? Kind of sad, kind of excited. I'm a mixed bag of emotions, Vinny. Yeah, I agree. But still, lots of shit going on, obviously. We have a jam-packed show here. A lot about the NFL like we usually do. But We are we, NFL heavy today. We're doing our annual midway through the year Super Bowl picks. We're going to pick the championships of each side, respectfully, and no. the Super Bowl picks. So we'll see if any of us are right. I picked the Ravens last year. It did not work out. That well. did not happen. <laughs> nope, not at all. That did not happen at all. <laughs> it's all right, though, but I'm excited to get at it. I'm jacked to get at it, Vince. I mean, we got a lot to get into today. I mean, we got we got the NFLs. Maybe we're going to sprinkle in a little bit of XFL. Who knows? Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about your favorite league, the NBA. No mm-hmm. NASCAR this week. Did nope. get some good feedback, though, that, you know, people did like the NASCAR chat. A no lot of shit. people like the NASCAR chat. Yeah, I got, got some good feedback on the NASCAR okay. chat. Looks like I got to embrace my other inner Southerner and get more onto NASCAR. I mean, I love me some fucking NASCAR. I love me some NASCAR, buddy. I can tell. It looks yeah. like you got to bring that to the table like I bring the NBA to the table. I'm down to have a fucking NASCAR section. It's your call, sweet pea. Ball's in your get, court. I'm going to have to get a little <laughs> caught up on the standings, but yeah, mm-hmm. no, I'm down. I'm down. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, but but I mean, Vince, we, we are back with a strange and unusual. And yes. Just kind of like NASCAR because we don't really talk a lot about it, but with all that, you know, I mean, it's still strange and it's slightly unusual. So it's Vince, very me, unusual. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, really so unusual. yeah, I mean, so so let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Let's say I coach high school football, right, at a local whatever. Let's say it's where we grew up, the the Algonquin Eagles, right? Yes. Or though you went Falcons, and then you went Eagles, and then for whatever reason, an eagle is uh, black and gold and, and white, but our colors were brown and gold, and our jerseys looked like giant pieces of poo. They changed it to black and gold. Yeah, My I wasn't around year. for that. Well, My anyways, yes. any hoodle. <laughs> what if I was the the head coach of the, in quote, Golden Eagles? Yep. And, um, you know, I I was just a guy. Mm-hmm. And they in a in a professional team approached me and was like, Hey, we would like you to coach this team. And I'd be like, um, well, okay then. I mean, you're not gonna say no, right? I would probably say no, yeah. <laughs> oh well no, no. See, I wouldn't. I would just take the payday because to be honest, no, no, no. The I thought you job... meant as the team. As the team, I'd say no. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. I'm talking yeah. from you. You're the coach. You know what I'm yeah. saying? They're approaching you. I take it, you know? yeah. Why not? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the best job in the world is a unemployed NFL football coach. True. I mean, that is the best job ever. So with all of that being said, I mean, Vince, what if I told you in real life this actually happened? I would say that I'm surprised, but I'm not because I already know what happened. <laughs> Vince, why don't you tell the masses what happened? The Indianapolis Colts uh, fired Frank Reich over this last week. I think it was like two or three days ago. Um, and in bombshell news, Jim says like, hmm, let me look at my coaching staff. Gus Bradley, 33 years in the NFL. Nah. Bubba Verone, eight years in the NFL, special teams coordinator. Nah, go down the line. I don't like him. I don't like him. Maybe head strength and conditioning coach Richard Howell, nine, 29 years. No, who needs it? You know what you got to bring in? 
your favorite center from the glory days, a guy who's never coached the NFL, a guy that went 20 and 16 in three seasons as the head coach at Hebron Christian Academy High School um, with 1,100 students there. They were like, you know what? Bring Jeff Saturday back. They play on Sunday, but the Colts are raging on Saturday here, bud. I mean, hey, <laughs> could you imagine being a player on this team? It's like, well, yeah. I'm in the ring of honor. I do have an office here that I see maybe once a year. Um, yeah, I mean, hey, I'm ready to really jump in here and uh, coach you guys, even though I know nothing about any of you. I mean, what's the the thing is like, OK, for first off, they, they probably see him on ESPN like every single week. That's the first thing. He's on so get up every day. Yeah, he's probably roasting the Colts randomly, and then they're just like, dude, what the fuck? Why did you say that about me last week <laughs> before you were the head coach of the football It's like, team? I know Mike Bring- Greenberg is persuasive. Right. Fuck. It's like, listen, you said that you don't think Sam Ellinger's the guy. I don't know why he's the head coach of this team right now. Um, Can and you then imagine also- Sam Ellinger? He's like, you know, Jeff Saturday gets there, and he's like, man, I really think you're going to be a guy for us. And he's like, dude, I can literally pull up the clip where you said yeah. I stuck. Two weeks ago, you're like, how is he starting? <laughs> and I don't know if he said that, but that's just like in general. Um, there has to be like a certain level of respect, obviously, in the organization. He's like, you know, extremely important to them and their success that they had, especially with Peyton Manning. Do you think Jim Irsay is like, I can't get Peyton Manning, so I got to go with Jeff Saturday? I don't think Peyton is trying to do that. I think Peyton said he never happy. would. That's what, yeah. I, yeah, that's what I mean. Peyton's happy as a clam, you know doing stupid shit on Monday night football with his little brother. And they just sit virtually and talk football talk with shit. random people. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean, Hey, better job. I, I don't think there's a better job in the world than that. I'd um, rather that than actually being a head coach in the NFL. Yeah, if we just no talked, pr- that might be yeah. better. Take the no pressure out. That guy was in a pressure cooker for how long being an NFL quarterback. I wouldn't want that fucking gig again. He was okay at it too. I think. Yeah, he was pretty good. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> With all that, I, I mean, Saturday, Jim Irsay, okay, is a character. It Overall, yeah. the man is just a fucking goofball. Talk about Great strange Twitter. and unusual. Great Twitter. Great Twitter. That man has definitely led an interesting life. He has probably done cocaine off of plenty of strippers, assholes. Mm-hmm. And, or respectful um, young woman. <laughs> yes, Vince. Correct. <laughs> Who knows? Of a very <laughs> respectable young woman's anal cavity. He did a drug called cocaine and um needless to say whether or not that was at a strip club or not uh the, the man is quite a interesting human and let's just put it this way he is not bill polian no um, and, no he's not you know who's entrusted to really do this i don't i don't know anymore is it the gm is it jim ursay it feels like jim ursay is just going to do what he wants to do it seemed he's it's like the jerry jones type of deal and that was kind yeah. of my point about this whole like opening part of the segment Gus Bradley is sitting there. Why wouldn't you put Gus Bradley at the helm? He's got, again, 33 years defensive coordinator. Granted, their defense hasn't been amazing this year, but it's definitely the better part of their team. I don't know why you wouldn't put him there instead of just picking up Jeff Saturday from ESPN randomly. Just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, who knows? Maybe Ursay comes up and like, we need a former Colt guy to tell me what's wrong. Well, yeah. you know what's wrong. A lot of things. And you need a consistent quarterback. So who knows? Maybe he's just like, we're going to tank on the season. We're going to totally just shit the bed and fuck every fantasy owner that drafted Jonathan Taylor first. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I mean, this guy and, um, you know, just get Bryce Young. 
I mean, I think that's going to be the play. I don't think they're going to come in last, though, and I think Bryce Young's going to go one, two, or three. No, Bryce Young's going one. There's no no two bones about it. Just saying. We'll see. A lot of people like that boy out of uh, Kentucky. Um, But still... But still, I'm thinking it from a Jeff Saturday standpoint. So from what I see, the worst that can happen is they just suck for the rest of the year. And everybody's like, good job, Jeff. Okay, very good. All right, you can leave. We'll get a real coach. That's fine. No bad blood on Jeff Saturday at all. Or they play really well. They turn it around and they're a good team. And then Jeff Saturday just completely jumped like 15 things he had to do before becoming a head coach. And he's just solidified as a head coach candidate for the rest of eternity. That's two ways I see it. Well, Vince, let me put it from a different perspective. Let's 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 think of the Indianapolis Colts as a corporation. As an entity, yes. Right. Let's let's look at them as a corporation. So they have someone who's leading the charge, who's a fairly good leader and all of this, and and he is kind of making safe decisions, but the safe decisions are then blowing up in his face, i.e. Carson Wentz. I fucking right. Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. And, Phillip you know, Rivers. it's just kind of a shit storm. Philip Rivers was good. It started well. He but I mean, right. <laughs> Frank Reich was kind of set up to fail, in my opinion. So he tried to keep getting his guys, but a lot of these guys were washed and their prime was behind them. So you needed a new leader of your team to kind of come in and be that new voice or an old leader or middle of the pack that was going to come in and just be consistent, be a leader of men, lead the charge, game manager, whatever that was going to be. We thought we had that, couldn't protect them. Usually you had the protection in that offensive line that was at one point the most highest paid offensive line in all of professional football. Yep. And then something happened this season, not too sure. But how it all comes together is just like the cards are stacked against you. And sometimes in life that does happen. So what a lot of organizations or major organizations will do is say, well, the familiar voice didn't work. Let's go outside of the corporation and bring in somebody that has nothing to do with us and see how this works. Um, I would say 80% of the time it doesn't work. Especially if you've um, never coached in the NFL. <laughs> correct. So and that, that could also go from life to business. If you don't have experience in an industry in quote or industry at that level or experience at that level, you're not necessarily going to be successful unless you've been waiting on your chance and you got a taste and you've been doing it and doing it and doing it. Um, yeah, usually this doesn't work, but Hey, if it does work, maybe Jim Irsay knows what the fuck he's doing. Yeah. I mean, listen, they've won. They've been a good team, like pretty consistently for a long time. This is like the first sign of real trouble. They were a good team and consistently good when Peyton Manning was at the helm and Andrew Luck. Andrew they were Luck good when Andrew a, Luck was playing. Uh, Andrew Luck was a fart in the overall history in the Indianapolis. That's Colts. what I'm just saying. And, and fucked within, him over heavy. With yeah, I mean, yeah, but you can also leave a job whenever you want. I'm not going to hate on them for it. But they were decent to that point. They got completely spoiled with two successful number one picks. If Andrew Luck doesn't leave, he's still the quarterback for this team for another I don't know eight ten years. Now they're in a situation where they're like, we're too good to lose a lot and get that number one pick again. And we're too bad to do anything in the playoffs. So they are experiencing purgatory for basically the first time. They're experiencing what the Bears experienced yearly for the first time. And Jim Mercy is going absolutely psycho over it. 
Well, they, the problem is, is you had your guy and you didn't protect him early on and he just got he was too smart enough <laughs> and he was way too smart. I mean, the guy has a full blown fucking architectural degree from Stanford. So, yeah, I mean, he's way too smart for that shit. He knows that, yeah, CT is a real thing and I got to get out of this, but We'll see, man. I mean, the Colts are in jeopardy of oh, the potentially <laughs> being the next Chicago Bears or the Jaguars. So, you know, they need that generational talent. And hopefully hey, the Jaguars get number one picks. <laughs> That's hey, the, the Jaguars, thing. well, and how they use them is totally different. They don't story. work out but well. We'll yeah, get into the Jags and this guy, you know, maybe being a football savant. But, well, anyways, uh, to add to the strange and unusual, Vince, so let me ask yeah. you another thing. Um. Do you think if any other American citizen was stuck in a Russian prison camp or Russian work camp because they smoked a bunch of pot and brought it into a country where it's explicitly illegal? <laughs> um, she didn't smoke do, a bunch. No one knows the amount that she smoked. She brought I mean, a she pen. She brought Let's in like <laughs> whatever. She Anyways, brought a pen. Okay, it's Russia. On. I'm not fucking yeah. around in Russia. I agree. I'm any, with you. Any real American. I mean, I've watched Rocky Four. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're not there yet. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, you know, I mean, would any WNBA star be an advocate of a random U.S. citizen who's stuck in <laughs> the USSR? Um, or, you know, would they probably not give a fuck? Uh, I'm going to lean with the latter. Agreed. So. Today it came out, Vince, and this is semi-strange and unusual, that Brittany Griner was moved to a work camp yeah. in Russia. And yeah. uh, she is totally being used as a proxy war pawn For sure. in this whole game and it's war game shit. that is going yeah. on right now between Russia, Ukraine, the laundering of money going on through the USA into Ukraine. Um, it's very interesting. Um, but once again, Back to my original point. Do you think Brittany Griner would give a flying fuck if the Taxi Squad boys were stuck in a Russian prison camp? We're going to be honest. She wouldn't know. I, she wouldn't <laughs> care for a she fucking She wouldn't even minute. know. She would have no idea. That's Vince, the thing we would be like, on TV. We're handsome. That's <laughs> true. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying. denying that. I'll repeat that point. <laughs> um, it, no, I mean, it's, it is what it is. I feel horrible for the woman, for sure. In a way. It, I do like because like if anybody in that bad. situation, I'm like, that's fucked up. Oh, right. of course. And then there's the whole other thing where it's like everybody's like, holy shit, bring her back all the time. Like there's other people that are there that are American people that haven't been able to get back. And yeah, she has a little bit of prominence for sure. People know who she is. So they're using her as a ploy, especially after pe there was outcry to get her back like that almost made it worse because then people were like, oh, they're like, oh, we can use this. You can use this girl. Um, so yeah, no, she wouldn't give a shit as most people don't about any of that shit or for what it's worth, anybody in America in jail for the same fucking reason. <laughs> that's, that's the whole thing about, about all of this. It's like, you know, we got to take care of that at the same time. So no, she wouldn't give a shit about us. Even if we're handsome and on TV, she probably wouldn't say anything about it. Neither would LeBron James or anybody else in the entire world. She's Brittany Griner and that's how the shit's going down. And it's not working, obviously, guys, because you can't just be like, hey, president, go get her. It's in a different foreign entity that will happily go to war with us. So it's just a what are you going to do? They want us to trade like the demon fighter dude or whatever from Russia. That was like, <laughs> the big thing that they want us to do. So, like, we 
What's okay, we give you be- we give you WNBA player. Please bring back in return the D. death machine. And and we're like, um, <laughs> you can keep that. her. Yeah, that's what it feels like. <laughs> that's really not if it's like a fantasy football trade. You're like, mm, yeah, dude, I'm gonna have to sleep on this. Listen, I'm trying to work with. I'm trying to work with calculator. Yeah, but I'm gonna need the death bringer back. And do Russia they have before. like a war, like a war criminal trade calculator? They might. <laughs> WNBA star for a war criminal. Who it looks like it's leaning Russia's way. Coats. We're going 70-30 here. It's leaning yeah. Russia. Listen, Vladimir, we're going to need like, <laughs> you know that, that Navy SEAL you gave, we gave you a few yeah. years ago? We're going to need him back. Hey, I'm low on running backs. Just give me like a backup guy, I'm, and I think we might be able to make this shit work. <laughs> I'm low on artificial intelligence right now. <laughs> yeah, we need Snowden back. <laughs> we need. <laughs> give us Snowden. We'll give we you need Deathbringer Snowden and throw back. In there. Yes, yes, please. We need Julian Assange uh, in return. Yeah, no. Uh, no, yeah, it's it's a whole shit show right now. But it's just thought I'd show. throw it out. Smidge of a strange and unusual. But Vince. Yeah. Uh, this is a new segment. I'm kind of digging this one. Mm-hmm. Um, dope Welcome shit we have to talk we gotta about. Talk about. Dope shit we got to talk about. And I don't know if this is necessarily dope, but it's more so interesting. Yeah. Um, it's actually the opposite of dope. <laughs> yeah, it's really not dope. It's in regards to people like getting injured and stuff. Yeah. But just the thought process behind it and actually if this is a real thing or not. Uh, but this article kind of caught my eye today. Um, and NFL has done a full blown investigation on artificial turf and real grass and the injury biases with each. And a lot of guys have come out to say, don't play on that shit. Either mm-hmm. they get caught up on it or whatever, but the numbers contradict anecdotal observations this season from a wide swath of players, agents, coaches who have called the lead to convert all surfaces to natural grass in response to the series of high-profile injuries on artificial turf. Yeah. So, Vince, is this being blown out of proportion, or do we believe there is some validity to this artificial grass to grass? I mean, is there some validity to their notion? I think it's I think it's valid. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, because the, the big thing, too. So one of the first things I saw about this, Devondre Campbell of the Green Bay Packers, the linebacker, um, basically posted a tweet. just like, hey, this is two weeks in a row. People are getting injured. And he was like, um, ba- here, let me I don't want to I don't want to paraphrase this at all. But he basically said you can't really dig your cleats in there. It's like concrete. They give you no there's no give when you plant. And I've seen that. So, like, I'm obviously not a professional athlete. I've never done cuts on a turf field. But there was a turf field at my beautiful college, Paul University, shout out to it. Um, and I would, like, work on there and stuff. And just even running on it and stuff, it was pretty thin. There wasn't a lot of density under the actual turf. So I get that, especially if they're running full speed. Obviously, they're the fastest dudes alive. They're hitting each other super hard. I think it's pretty valid, honestly, to – want to use real grass but then again you'll have grass like soldier field and then it'll be a moot point at the end of the day so <laughs> i don't know right. I, don't, I think it's valid it is and it isn't because to your point there are fields like soldier field that are just a fucking swamp and is it better to play on the swamp or is it better to play on artificial turf now growing up an athlete playing on artificial turf doing that whole thing playing the footballs uh, played on a couple fields that, in fact, have those type of surfaces, even though they right. were outside. Didn't play in a dome. Not that cool. 
Nope. Um, <laughs> but what I thought was interesting is when you play on that surface, that artificial surface, basically what it's comprised of is like used up, chewed up tires. Right. So it's just like rubber and it's not like concrete. It's not like old school. Right. Like early 90s. Like the little late pellets, 80s. right? Yeah, they're like little pellets. Yeah. Now, what I will say, the bigger danger is those fucking things getting kicked up and going in your eyeball. Yeah, that's true. that happened to this guy, and oh. that is not fun. That is <laughs> just, not fun. You're in the freaking trenches. You're just getting turf in the eye. <laughs> yeah, guys are running by you, and you're trying to catch up with a little dude when you're a big dude. Usually, it doesn't work very well. And um, I haven't had a lot of success with that. I'll yeah, no, 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 I have not. have not. They can usually run faster than us. And, uh, yeah, no, definitely got that kicked up all in my eyeball. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think too, there's like an argument because a lot of, a lot of like the, not, I don't even want to call it outcry, just like opinions that have been put out there have been from a lot of players. Um, like I said, Devondre Campbell, obviously DK Metcalf and JC Jackson both left the same game at SoFi stadium with non-contact knee injuries. Cooper cup says he knows that there's a lot of stuff going around the league right now. He said, hands down, they should be playing on grass. It should be grass. That's all he's going to say. Although there's some merit. And I mean, it is a full percentage, basically, if you average it out. And they're looking at it over a three-year span. So 2018, 19, 21, or four years. That's using newer turf, too. So Yeah, I mean, so, so if you look at it and you look at this chart, I mean. We love charts, by the way. Charts are what's up. But I mean, yeah. if you look at the chart, I mean, in 2018, you see a full difference here. Yeah. The blue line is the synthetic turf and the, you know, green line is the natural turf. Yep. I think the NFL knew these numbers were going to be skewed and they did it to their own advantage. Yeah. Why would they do such a thing? Anyways, <laughs> um, last year was last year was close. But before that, there's been like a very yeah. like blatant discrepancy between the two. Exactly. In 2018, it was a matter of nine or, or yeah, no, seven, seven points, seven, seven percentage points. And then if you look throughout, it goes from 36 to 48 in 2019 and then 41 to 48 in 2020. I mean, so it's a I think I don't think it's really negotiable here. I think they're I mean, probably regard- improving, but. If you're going to put the them, data, you can't, you can't lie math. You know, right. you, you can't lie with the math. You just, it's cannot. like the fastest, strongest athletes on earth doing the fastest and strongest things they have to do every single week. Like that doesn't seem like something we should be testing out turf on. Like, I think it should be like, this is good. And this is bad situation. Yeah. I agree with that statement. Well, any hoodle, uh, still an interesting thought, but you know, we have another, Dub shit we have to talk about that. Yeah. Well, this is more lighthearted. So we have a friend of the podcast. And the friend of the podcast lives in the St. Louis area. His name, we're going to call him Zach. Zach. What's up, Zach? Hey, man. What's up, man? <laughs> Zach is a friend of the show. Long-term friend of the show. First day listener. Shared a story with me. Um, and he became a Battlehawk uh, season ticket holder in the XFL. St. Louis Battlehawks for the people counting at home. Yeah, Taylor Heineke actually came from there. Yeah. Uh, and, and he was famous after victories for ripping uh, shotgunning seltzers, actually, which, yeah. which takes a very interesting man. Uh, with all of that being said. P.J. Walker, XFL legend. Don't forget it. Go on. Yeah, P.J. Walker as well. Um, but with all of that being said, uh, 
Zach and his good buddies in the St. Louis area decided they were going to go in on season tickets for the Battle Hawks. Everything I've heard, it's a great fucking time. So, you know, Taxi Squad boys may have to make an appearance in the future. Um, With all that being said, uh, there were some issues on Ticketmaster. Go figure, because Ticketmaster is the devil. And (laughs) um, the people from the XFL knew of this and were reaching out to people on the waiting list, stating like, hey, you know, if there are issues, please let us know. We'll contact you directly. Well, our friend Zach of the show is having issues. So... Our friend Zach of the show reached out, said, yeah, I'm having issues. So someone contacted him, lickety split. Shout out to the customer service with XFL. That's fucking huge. Not the expectation either. Not the expectation. It's just the customer service. I mean, who's going to think of that from the XFL, a rock-led organization, right? Because the rock is part owner in the XFL in this new resurgence of the league. So... As all would go, Zach, you know, gets his issue resolved, gets his tickets. Everything is good and happy. Well, this fine young gentleman had the thought to say, you know what? I'm going to take it a step further. I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it to the next level, so to speak. Right. (laughs) Well, this guy decides to write an email to said Jason. who's in charge of ticketing. And I'm going to read this email verbatim to our audience. I'm not Zach. I fucked this up. Sorry. Anyways, so Zach reads, <laughs> writes this email to Jason afterwards. Jason, I wanted to thank you for taking the time to reach out to me during my frustrations and purchasing tickets. I wanted to also thank David for setting me up with my tickets. However, they were not the exact tickets exact. I would okay. have liked to purchase. Exact. And, all, and we're going to post this for the world to see. For this, I think an appropriate response from the XFL <laughs> would be for me to give the Rock the people's elbow at midfield (laughs) during the Battle Hawks home opener. I think this would show the great fans of the XFL how serious you are about providing your loyalty to us fans, not only in St. Louis, but all of the fans in the XFL. Literally 20 minutes later, the friend of the show, Zach, got a phone call (laughs) from David and was like, dude, is everything okay? And he was like, no, dude, I was literally fucking around. I, I wasn't like serious about it. I just wanted to see what the response I get. And literally the, the dude from the XFL, Dave, was dying on the other end of the phone. He was like, <laughs> dude, you have no idea how much laughter we got out of this. And he's like, thank you so much. He said, now on all of that, he said, if there is any fan experiences to happen within the XFL, you are top of the list for St. Louis. Let's go. And our friend of the show, Zach, may actually have his chance to fucking give The Rock his own move on the 50-yard line at the future Battlehawk games. I so, can't think of why this wouldn't be a good PR move. This would be the best PR move ever because now there's a story behind it. It's being featured on a semi-major podcast. <laughs> I mean, come on. All you people out there are going to know about this shit. So just keep all 200 pumping. of you are going to know what the fuck is going on. And just pump it. Uh-huh. Hey, uh, but- should I pay to get us verified on Twitter, Mike? Mm, it's eight bucks a month. <laughs> it's, I mean, there the is price doing an, business. I'm not opposed. This is an aside, but it, it's funny now because when you go on Twitter, there's just random people verified. You'll click on their names and they have like 200 followers. And you're like, who the fuck are you? And he's just What's like, the value being verified. I don't I know. Guess. Elon Musk is going to tell us later. Well, right now it's it's becoming nothing because you don't you can't trust anybody. Somebody posted today from Adam Schefter. Um, it was Adam Schefter not. And they basically posted that like 
people were being released and coaches were being fired. <laughs> people were believing them because you couldn't see his entire handle because it's Adam Schefter. And then it just ends with not. So I got duped a couple times. And I'm like, it's a fucking war zone on Twitter right now, people. And you don't want to miss it. It's a good time. Yeah, I, I love it, to be honest. I love it. It's hilarious. No, it's the greatest. Is I it mean, fucking hey. it up? Yeah, but like, <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> it might be no, messing Twitter up for sure, but it's fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, I wouldn't disagree with that. Uh, good shit, man. Well, no, I, I mean, hey, dope shit we got to talk about, right? I mean, that's yeah. the p- purpose of the segment. And when a friend of the show has some dope shit we got to talk about, we got to talk about. Vince, Ball. you know what else we got to talk about? What's that, Mike? Got to talk about the fucking college footballs. Yeah. Because what a weekend it was. Not like this guy got a me. chance to watch any of it. But it's Oh, you fine. didn't. Why not? I was out seeing a bunch of dudes posed to music and shit. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> Support. I like it. You know what, Vince? Mike went to Boys Town. Um, when, so... No, when your brother lives out his fucking <laughs> lifelong dream of becoming a bodybuilder, you show up, okay? Yeah, you just said dudes dancing to shit. No, That's there wasn't funny. dudes dancing. It was dudes with... It's just weird. It's fine. <laughs> anyway. Not, it's not my ideal thing to do on a Saturday, but I'll yep. tell you what. I'm there to support my family. That's how family fucking works. Yes. And he got jacked for this, and he fucking yeah. lost... A person to do yeah. it, and now he has abs. And who would have thunk it? Former Badass. fat kid has abs. Just saying. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I do too. It's just under some padding. Yeah. Underneath um, the little blubber lies a six pack. In the words of Action Bronson, continue. You might have one soon. <laughs> so, you, you very might. You might college might. football. We've been talking about this team all year. I think it's only right that we start with them. Um, Tennessee lost to Georgia. It is what, what it is. Th- I wish they wouldn't have saw that coming. I wasn't surprised that they didn't. Oh, okay, Vince, Mike, who Mike saw it coming? you've been hating on them all year. And they were undefeated until this week. Remember when you said that Kentucky was going to beat them? They slaughtered them. So the fact that they lost. First half was close. The first half was not close. <laughs> the whole thing was bad. Shut oh, for up. Kentucky, Continue. you're saying. I got you. Um, yeah. The first half was not close in this game, though. Georgia came yeah. out, and they showed their their vengeance. Tennessee now moves to five. Um, you know, you can see just, like, the recruiting, the speed, the defense. Like, when you put a really good defense like this, Georgia's probably the best defense in the country. Easy. It's going to – right. It's not – it's not going to be as easy for a run and gun no, offense no, like them. So no. to see them get playing slowed, that group of sisters, as Norman Nate would say, not much is going to go down. <laughs> to see them get slowed down that much is a little concerning for sure. So I have a question for you. Yep. And this has kind of been swirling around because obviously there isn't a method to this. It's just a bunch of people's opinion on if they should be or nice. should not be. Do they, yeah. did they fall out of college football playoff contention at this point? No, I don't think they fell out of contention. I think they got to win out, and they got to win big. No doubt. I think they got to score a lot of points moving forward. Because you Jaylen think of TCU, like Hooker, what is TCU? Yeah. TCU goes undefeated. They probably make it in. Well, yeah, because TCU has beat everyone this year, and you know, chances are they're not going to play anybody in the SEC. See, this is this is. It's the, the difficult issue I have with the dichotomy of the college football playoff because it's yeah. like, okay, the SEC is not the Big 12. And the Big 12 is not the SEC. Now, these two 
divisions don't play each other particularly well because the SEC is just a talent hog just due to where they are geographically in the U.S. Okay. South so, loves college football. Right. The South loves football in general. I mean, some high school football stadiums in Georgia or True. Texas are that of the size of some smaller colleges in the Midwest. So, yeah. you know, let's just kind of pump the brakes on all that. But, you know, if we look at this, the only team right now in the Big Ten that I think can compete with an SEC top five is really Ohio State and Michigan. Um, yeah. You got to give Michigan their roses, even though last year they played Georgia and got smoked. And if yep. that happened today, no one would be surprised. Ohio State, Especially you know, <laughs> barely beat Northwestern. Northwestern showed up. Um, you look at that and you go, okay, is that a knock against Ohio State? Did they just not show up because they played Northwestern at home? And it's like, yeah, we're going to smoke these guys. Well, it didn't necessarily happen because Northwestern showed up to play some defense. And they did. They only allowed yeah. one of the best offenses in the country to score 21 points. Right. So <laughs> with all that, you know, listen, Georgia is the team to beat right now. Yeah, they're one. Easy. Um, the biggest story out of this weekend, and I was a big proponent of watch out for the family in Louisiana, <laughs> yeah. a.k.a. Brian Kelly. I was jacked. LSU beat Alabama. And yeah. if you're an Alabama fan, um, you, you deserve it, bitch. Well, <laughs> <laughs> they've been having it for so long. You deserve to be double lightly. digits. You've been fucking sitting in there for years. You've just been in the playoff for years. Just sit in it. Let it marinate. This is what happens to most people in the world. You're just outside of it. So well, you deserve it. It's going to take a little bit of time. There's, you know, next season, all those recruits that went to Texas A&M with Jimbo. Yeah, are gonna decommit and either go to Bama, Tennessee, or whoever gets the most. NIL no, money. I that's and I agree, and that's why I'm saying sit and on so this, let year, it marinate, because yeah. next year they're gonna be fucking good again. <laughs> oh yeah, no, exactly. And you hit it on the nose. And LSU yeah. though, this was a hard fought game. I I got a chance to watch the last half, um, and I was really surprised as to how well they played Alabama. And yeah. Bryce Young looked great. Bryce Young does Bryce Young stuff. But, I mean, when you look at it, I mean, Jaden Daniels is a guy. And yeah. he got his opportunity to play in a real conference. Not saying the Pac-12 is not a real conference, but when you play but, for Herm Edwards, yeah, yeah, Definitely. not going to look good. Everybody knew he had the talent, but, God, this guy is running the ball all over the place. Um, threw for two touchdowns, ran for two touchdowns. I mean, the guy is just a freak. So when Has a you, little bit of Justin Field vibes to him. Yeah, you know, hey, let's 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 pump the brakes on that because I still love the kid, but you know, we got a lot to we got a lot to look forward to there. But Jaden Daniels looks like a guy for his yeah. respective division and where he is right now and getting a rebranding, he's got a high ceiling, especially yeah, in this program, especially now that you have a recruiter that's going to come in and move forward. And Brian Kelly, you know what, as much as we get on him, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I'm happy for him. Yeah. This was a big win for this program. I'm happy for him. <laughs> exactly. That's how you got to say Two Midwest it. guys on the pot. I'm happy for I'm my happy family. For, I'm happy for my boy. I tell Brian you what, boy, we came out there and we beat. That man that, from the Northeast knows how to coach football team. <laughs> I tell you what, we came out here, we beat Nick Saban and uh, those <laughs> elephants. I say, 
I'll tell you. <laughs> That's not Who's natural. Tried? I don't know. Isn't that a laundromat? I'm, Mr. <laughs> Kelly, you're talking. Oh, I'm so sorry. I, I apologize. I went south again. I code switched. <laughs> I code switched. The... I'm actually from Boston. I'm a Catholic boy, but. uh. Well, this is the thing now, too, and that kind of goes back to the point about Tennessee is like LSU goes in and beats Alabama. That makes that win that Tennessee had maybe a little bit worse. I don't know if they're going to think about it that way based on the powerhouse that Alabama has been for a long time. But the two losses that Alabama have, I think, are altogether two points. How much they oh, lost? Yeah, no, it's yeah, maybe it's, three. It's like they lot. could be I mean, undefeated right now. It's it really would close. be not yeah. be surprising at all. <laughs> if one switch of momentum happens, uh, yeah, miss the field goal, like miss the field Tennessee goal, turnover, a lot of different situations, right? Yeah. So with all that, I mean, let's not like totally write Alabama off. If they were competing yeah. in the top four tomorrow, they would probably get there for sure. But they're not going to be there now, which is fun. We'll see. I mean, um, can hey, we talk about another another top team, an undefeated team that lost this week? Oh, Vince is gonna just to the Golden Domers. Yeah, the same team play that lost like a champion Pac-12's today. Fucking yeah, continue. play like a champion today. The fact that they're even ranked is a fucking joke. They beat they're ranked twentieth, Vince. They lost um, to Stanford. They beat an undefeated Are Clemson you- team. I'm sorry. Actually, I'm not. No apologizing, bitch. This is what it is. Notre Dame. Okay, but outside of all this, outside of all of like the the disconnection in your your disdain for Notre Dame, whatever, maybe. Joey, knock it off. Did you see this game? Notre Dame destroyed them. I was watching grown men pose in front of a camera. I know, but I'm saying if you if you look at the way this game like laid out, like Clemson was giving it there all the whole time. They were completely, completely closed out for three three quarters. Notre Dame's up 14-0 by the end of the third quarter. It's like holy shit. Notre Dame puts another 21 on the board and beats them 35 to 14. Where Clemson sort of kind of started a some something to come back. I'm Mm. just saying. The beginning of the season was not very uplifting as a Notre Dame fan. I mean, Drew Pine has these weird games where he shows right. up and then he doesn't show up. And this whole team has these games where they yeah. show up and they don't show up. So, you know, Notre Dame, I will say this much, um, you know, for a minute there, I thought the coaching wasn't there. It's starting to look as if they're starting to pull it together. And if they can go and recruit a class or two, they may be, you know, top 10. In I the mean, they have the second, they have the years. best record, recruiting class next year, according to whatever people yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, that's, I mean, that's and that's the point too. It's like Drew Pine, like they he's they play football like the Bears play football. Like they don't throw the ball a lot. I mean, the old Bears. It's let's be honest. Defense, yeah. Well, yeah. Defense and running the ball. That. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they had two guys with over fifteen carries, two guys with over a hundred yards on the game. They were just tearing apart the Clemson defense from the ground. Drew Pine did what he needed to do. Nine for 17, 85 yards and a touchdown. Okay, easy. Oh. You get two other rushing touchdowns coming in, and you're sitting there winning 35-14 over an undefeated team. That's something you got to, you know. Clemson was being talked about being a playoff team, and now they're 12. So they don't play shit this year, and I get that, and that's why that happened. But well, shout out to Notre they, Dame. They clearly took Notre Dame lightly, and they should yeah. have, because that defense is legit, and I'll always mm-hmm. say that. Now, another team that we could look at as a potential upset because they beat the brakes off Oklahoma State, and Oklahoma yeah. State beat them. Texas goes into Kansas State, and touchdown. Quinn Ayers is that dude. Yes. 
two years. Watch out for him. He is a absolute freak of nature. Um, Texas takes that game. Big win. You know, the Big 12 does this. You're like, oh, yeah, it's a lock for this team to win. It's like, no, 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 it necessarily never is. Um, Quinn Ewers is the man, but the real man, B. John Robinson, oh. is the man. <laughs> Holy He fuck. will maybe be a... I mean, the, the guy ran for 209 yards yeah. on 30 carries. I mean, it's stupid. Yeah. Absolutely dumb. It, he's going to be... for Kansas State. They hell play. Yeah. They show yeah, up. no, he's going to be one of those, like, game-changing rookie running back type deals that's going to happen in the NFL. He's going to get drafted, and people are going to be like, you don't draft running backs that high, and then you'll see why you do it. Um, he's an absolute game-changer. It a lot. It opens up the game for Quinn Ewers. Obviously, they run the ball thirty times. They think they got to be running the whole time. If you go 50-50 passing run, which is basically what they did, maybe probably even more. Yeah, because it was what 37, 38, 39 runs to thirty-one attempts on the quarterback. Like that's gonna be a winning success if you can actually get the run going. So, shout out to him too, Bijan Robinson. We haven't given him a lot of love this year because we haven't really talked about Texas too much. His horns but- down always, buddy. I know, but he's a fucking monster. <laughs> a monster. The individual monster. talents there, the booger eater has done some great recruiting. And uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm down for it. I'm down yeah. to clown. Should we talk about your boys? Do they have a chance to uh, kind of swindle their way into the college football playoff? Who? USC. Oh, yeah. If they win yeah, Pac-12? Yeah. Dude, listen, we got a big, ma- we got a couple big matchups coming up here towards the end of the season. Uh, next week, not anything where I'm like, oh man, you know, we got a, we got a week off basically. We got another bye, if I'm not mistaken, looking yep. at it. Yeah. We got another bye week, yeah. but then that following week is the week, right? We got UCLA in the Rose bowl. Don't know the game time quite yet. TBD, because that's what happens when you're pretty fucking awesome and on a high, yeah. high level it's like their so, next game too after that it's tv because no one knows because it's such a high level game no yeah i mean so when <laughs> you look at it actually vince i lied we play colorado so yeah. we may as yeah, well not even 11th. play yeah we play on friday night so t- to be honest i'm not i'm not too worried about it <laughs> yeah uh boys are gonna win at home tune-up game halfway through the season to kind of work shit out before a big big rivalry game Uh, USC needs to win out and we need to win by a lot of points. The only thing I'll say about this game is that the stat line doesn't necessarily represent what the game was. Mm -hmm. USC got out to a 41 to like 21 lead. Yeah. Like in the second half. And it was like, does that concern you though? No, because you're going, you, they made it a six point game. It was a one score game. Yeah. In the last minute. I know. I'm just saying in general, like California is not necessarily a world beater. I'm not saying they are, but you probably pulled some of your starters. Some of your starters on defense are hurt right now. You don't have Jordan Addison. A guy by the name of Michael Jackson is fucking moonwalking down the sideline (laughs) on offense, fucking catching touchdowns everywhere from Caleb Williams. You know, so you have no, like, you got JD, you got, you got die back there. Who's an absolute beast with his mustache and no gloves. He's going full blown eighties. I just believe that we'll be fine. To give this some perspective, who in the fuck would have thought that this team would have been top 10 at this stage of the year? New head coach, new regime, new players, new everything. 
We have one of the better defenses in the country. Top Which 20. is super surprising, especially with Lincoln Riley. <laughs> okay. So right there in itself, you know, Alex Grinch, Norman Nate's boy. I mean, yeah. guy knows how to coach a defense. And I'm just more so excited to know that next season, Caleb Williams is still there. Jordan Addison is still there. Now we get a recruiting class coming in behind mm-hmm. him. So the talent level is stupid. I remember us talking about it earlier in the year, too, and like, for sure, this is definitely an E-Crow moment, but I was definitely like, yeah, USC like might show some glimmers this year of being all right. And the <laughs> they've obviously been. Yeah, they've lost really one good. game to technically the best it's team. It's also the Pac-12. The well, Utah is ranked lower than they are right now, and Utah right. beat them. Yeah, but Utah also had a couple of bad weeks there. <laughs> no, they didn't. Well, no, I mean, they, they weren't like out here losing and shit, but they weren't necessarily blowing teams out every single week. That was the biggest thing. No, I thing. understand that. Washington I mean, Utah State almost seven beat them. Two. Yeah, sure, sure. I USC get it. only There's... lost by a game, like a point. Like, it was different. You know? I understand. No, trust me, that game was horrific to watch. But yeah. the thing that people need to pay attention to is the fact that Florida State absolutely pumped Miami 45 yeah. to three. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean, Crystal that ball. in itself. <laughs> Crystal Ball, you didn't win the Florida matchup, which yeah. is no. He'll no, be there, one. obviously, but. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not a great yeah. look for them. No. Not a great look. Uh, and then Washington beating Oregon State. May I call that one? Not saying that. Yeah. He actually yeah. did. I'll give yeah, it to I you did. there. Yeah, you know. Give me your flowers. my own back. The weekend so right I didn't now, bet. Pac-12, Oregon, USC. I know you're going to take USC, but Oregon's a good squad. Um. Is that the Pac-12 championship when you're looking at it right now? Hmm. Um, Oregon really hasn't played anybody worth a shit. USC's almost the same way. I mean, we played Utah. Yeah, but who, who has else? Oregon played, Vince? Remind me. I'm. Are you asking me or are you trying UCLA, to UCLA, which we found out <laughs> a very difficult way was not a good thing to bet on. Yeah. Um, no. Oh, yeah. We were watching that game. Together. So anyway, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, I mean, they played Georgia and got their shit squeaked. Like, and yeah, then the so, next week they scored 70 on Eastern Washington. So, yeah. And they you know. scored a shit ton against <laughs> yeah. Colorado, which everybody's going to. So, right. you know, listen, same thing's going to happen with USC this upcoming week. You know, Friday night's going to be nice. I'm just going to watch my boys, you know, do their thing. And it's going to be fun. Um, but minus all that. I I think Pac-12 championship is most likely in the perfect way. I want a rematch. I want USC against Utah Pac-12 championship. Book it. That'd be fun. We'll see if that happens. Uh, should we move on to the professional category of football, my good friend? I mean, we would be silly if we didn't talk about one game and one game in particular, and then we can move on, Vince. Okay. All right. Our and I forgot game. about NBA anyway, because I'm a big, dumb well, dummy. So go on. <laughs> I don't care about that shit. I, don't I do. It's important. Anyways. Okay, you can talk about it. <laughs> okay. Alabama and Ole yeah. Miss play this week. Yes. And Vince, this game, I'm jacked up for. Yeah. I mean, the boys are going to be together this weekend. Should we tell the podcast that the fact that the boys are coming together this lovely Saturday to have a fun day? Yeah. And and we're going to talk about new steps for the podcast because we're, we're taking it there. But yeah. beyond all of that, Alabama plays Ole Miss in Ole Miss. 2.30 afternoon game. This game's always a dogfight. Do they drop three, Mike? 
What are your Do expectations? That. What are your expectations? We're going 10 versus 11. I know Alabama's not going to be the underdog here, but technically Ole Miss has a better record. Lane Kiffin coming back. Maybe a little bad blood there. Maybe a little love there. Who knows? Um, if you're going mid, you're going middle of the day. There's not like, you know, there's going to be a lot of people watching and stuff, but it's not one of those like, you know, nighttime brawls. I think Alabama takes care of him pretty easily. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if this is like a, like the over is going to be like 65 and a half probably because oh, the over's these gonna teams are going to score. score. These teams are going to score. To me, the biggest thing here is going to be what Jackson dart do you get? Yeah. Do you get awesome Jackson dart or do you just get shitty, terrible, throw every interception imaginable Jackson yeah. dart? I mean, cause he didn't look that good against Texas A&M when I was watching him. So like the concern is just like, Obviously, like Alabama's not going to let up, especially coming off of a loss. Saban's probably reaming into him this week. Oh, yeah. He's going to be bringing the pressure. No, maybe the over, but that's about it. Yeah. Um, An upset alert. An upset alert that I would like to make everybody aware of is Texas plays TCU. Texas plays at home in Austin. This game, prime time. Mm-hmm. I Juicy. hope TCU loses because I want to see Tennessee in that Final Four. So I'm gonna, I'm Vince probably gonna I, sprinkle some I, money on Texas think, money line straight up. And I just found the game we're gonna bet on. Bada bing, bada, bada beep, bada boop. All right, let's move on, Vince. Talk about the NBA. What do you want to know? All right, a little bit of well, NBA news. What do I want to know? So we talked last week about Ime Odoka possibly going to the Brooklyn Nets. That didn't happen. I think it's probably better off that it didn't happen to them, but they've also just been sitting idle without a real head coach for like a week now. Um, The Nets finalized the coaching position with the one, the only Jacques Vaughn, 11 year NBA veteran. If you remember him from the league, he was an assistant with the Spurs and actually ended up becoming the head coach for the Orlando magic, which is a death sentence for better or for worse. That's like going to the Jaguars and expecting to be successful. Gets fired, starts working for the Nets. Now he's got another head coaching opportunity. My question for you, Mike, is does this even matter? Because does the coach even fucking matter in Brooklyn right now? No, no, it I doesn't. don't think it matters. I don't it think doesn't. It at all. Getting rid of Nash, I feel like, was just because Nash was too loud. I think they just need a guy that's just going to let them be who they're going to be. Kyrie Irving obviously has a suspension now because he – I guess hates Jewish people. So we're sitting at a point here where Kyrie Irving's got to like, you know, write papers about being anti-Semitic because he's just sharing shit out of his ass. And now Jacques Vaughn just gets thrown into this situation. I don't feel happy for like, I feel what bad. Happened for what happened to What happened to that? It, fucking just, guy? it ended up falling through. And I think it's probably better off for them because they don't need any more bullshit after this Kyrie stuff. And they might have been thinking the same thing. They're like, maybe the bark ain't worth the bite here. Let's get a guy that's already on the staff that can come in and actually do work for them. That's not going to be as like, you know, tantalizing for the media to hop on if they if they'd like to. Hmm. You want to know who you're not hearing about, though, is your favorite player of all time. And I think that's probably better off for that guy. Yes, yeah, no, he's a piece of shit. <laughs> He's a giant piece of shit. Agreed. Yeah. No, That's all I, I have I, to say. It's too yeah. early in the season. There's nothing else to say about that, but there it is. Yeah, no, I love it. I love it. Well, good. Well, great. I mean, usually short abbreviated. The Bulls are 500, in case anybody wanted to know. Yep. 
Same thing as last week. <laughs> yep. Same, same bad time, same bad hour. All yep. right. <laughs> Bada bing. We'll listen. Then yep. as we get into this now. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just going to bask in my glory for a minute. You probably should. Now this guy is four games ahead of Vince in the NFL picks for the season. Feels and weird to have a lead, huh? It does actually. I, I told I told the audience for a long, long time that I was going to have my glory, and yeah. uh, we're about halfway through the season. And uh, I say we get fully, fully into it, Vince. Yeah. Um, since we're kind of like moving into time, right? Um, Very uh, prophetic of you. Yeah. Um, listen, the Eagles were going to beat the Texans. We all figured that out. Yeah, duh. <laughs> the, the, the 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 games. I th- I think we should just discuss the games were a big surprise. Like, so the Colts and the Pats. Vince, what can you just explain what your thought process was of picking the fucking Colts to beat the Patriots in Foxborough with uh, a quarterback who plays running back? Just I think it's simple. Um, I think the Patriots aren't very good. What I didn't consider is how horrible the Colts are. <laughs> and that's that really is all there is to it. I thought that the Colts would be able to at least score a bit. I didn't think the Patriots would score a lot, just with the quarterback situation and all that stuff. The defense for the Colts was actually pretty good, like I mentioned earlier, but holy shit. Holy obviously, McAnally. Obviously, this was so bad that they just completely turned their entire franchise upside down. We already talked about it. I would, it was just a bad, bad pick, bad pick on me. Patriots ended up winning. They're five and four right now. Somehow they're always have a winning record. Even always if they're in shambles, man. They're, always just, there. They're, they're always somehow like right there. Yeah. They always figure out a way, even though they're dead last in the division, but you it's know, a good division it's this year. It's still a good division. Can't, yep. can't hate on it. Another game though, Vince, that we were both a little like, huh? I mean, the bills lose to the fucking jets. Yeah. Uh, who saw this coming? Nope. Not this guy. Josh Allen possibly injured. Um, that's a little concerning. He's day to day right now. Too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a hand injury. So hopefully, um, Mr. Josh is going to be or not a hand injury, excuse me, but hopefully, Mr. Josh is going to be okay. I think like and we said this a couple weeks ago, but there's the bills are so deep that basically anybody can get injured besides Josh Allen. You just can't have Josh Allen get injured, and that is the current situation that they're in, which is a little concerning. Um, but I think it'll be all right, and he's obviously just going to play through it because he's a gamer. But you know, something to keep in mind as it's going forward here. I mean, listen, if this winds up going the way that it potentially could go, this elbow injury he has is that of many MLB pitchers, which would yeah. require Tommy John surgery, mm-hmm. which is usually an 18 month recovery. You really so, hope that's not the fact. <laughs> I hope that's not the case for one of the most electric stars in professional football. But mm-hmm. with all that, if you're an organization, I mean, my question is why would you ever drag this out? Like, Get him what he needs now, so you have him back. If he can was, perform, though, that's good. Yeah, be a big I know. Thing. But but next there, year, what if he needs surgery? I mean, his whole claim to fame is the fact that he can run, which he's a stud. Yeah, and then outside of that, he could throw the ball fucking eighty yards in the air. So yep. without that, I mean, that's a huge. Do you do piece it now? Do you do it now and just punt on the season and hope for next season, or do you have him go through if he can play? 
and you try to win one, and then you do it in the offseason, and then you just skip a year next year. Because um, their window's right now. Yeah, but then again. And Case Keenum's their backup, so it's not like they're going to Von Miller will in. come back. You have an offseason to build through the draft to, you know, pick up the, the deficiencies, so to speak. Build your secondary, which has been a troublesome thing. Yep. And then you bring him back at 100%. Yeah, but mean, you bring him good? back at 100% in week 11 or 12 next year. Yeah. It's all relative, Vince. I don't know. Well, time will tell. Yeah, they're going to have to make that choice. Um, I'd like to bring up one I game make. that I love to watch. Um, I am a self-described minor Lions fan because they're so depressingly no, bad not. all the time. No, you're yeah, just because they're so bad all the time. Like, I can't hate them, even though they're in a division. The people that I can hate is the Green Bay Packers. And, oh, boy. Fuck them. They're bad. Welcome <laughs> to the bottom of NSC North. Eat a dick. Woo! That's all I got to say. Welcome to the fucking bottom feeding. You're I welcome. thought I was waiting for the other ball to drop. I was sitting there like, hey, something's going to happen here. And the Packers are going to pull it through. Aaron Rodgers is going to do something. He looks brutal. He's the one with the thumb injury. Do I think it's real? I don't know. Maybe they're just bad. Their receiving core is ass. Uh, I mean, they got, I guess, A.J. Dillon, who couldn't do shit that game either. And I don't know. The Lions just did what they needed to do. Scored 15, held the Packers to nine. Sayonara, Packers. Your playoff dreams are over this year. O-V-A. Love it. Over. Love it. Listen, uh... Very happy to see the frustrations of that of one Aaron Rodgers. And uh, yeah, no, it's nice. It's nice. Welcome. And for once, we may have a quarterback that's better. Holy shit. Who would have I can't thought? believe I'm, I'm saying really, that. We're going to get I'm into that. I'm really, really, really holding back from saying that. Because Why? Because it's just a lot of people are saying it. And it's like, dude, this has been a couple weeks. Yeah, I'm true. Really excited yeah, about yeah, it, but maybe, like, well, so press that button quite yet. <laughs> yeah, we've we've yeah. been burned by this before, so I'm yeah. just well. Let's not jinx our young man too yet. I'm not. Uh, too too quick, but I'm just being a realist. Yeah, no, no, no. I get it. And then the Falcons should have won this game, but the yeah. Chargers just were like, no, 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 you're not going to win this game. Um, to add insult to injury, the Chargers win this game on a fluke, um, fumble by the Chargers and then picked up by a defensive lineman of the Falcons. And he's running like he's going to go for a Fall touchdown. You fuck. <laughs> Listen, I know you want your moment of glory and I sun, get it, but if anybody I gets get it, it, we get it. Probably I know more than most people. <laughs> we get it more. The fatty needs to score. Yeah. Let the boys but score. The boy fumbled without yeah. even getting hit. There's a reason you're a lineman. He doesn't you're, touch the ball, you can tell. You're not supposed to touch the ball. All right? So with all that being said, just just fall on it. Just fall on it. Give your team an opportunity to go win the game. The... But this, uh, this genius himself, it, uh, I'm not <laughs> even going to say ball. his name. It's your job. Fall on the ball. You're the a Los Angeles Chargers, 5-3. and three. I don't. Every time you know, I watch them. 5-3? Yeah, you're like, yeah. wow. I'm like, what the hell? Like, they just haven't played well this year. It's one of those things that everybody's like, Chargers are going to be good. Chargers are going to be good. They're going to be good every year. And then they always just do shit like this. And you're like, all right, well, this is the Chargers. So next year when we're all talking about how the Chargers are going to be the new powerhouse in the AFC West, just remember this conversation. We'll see about all that. 
Yeah, I don't think it's happening. Yeah. Uh, the Raiders. <laughs> hey, Vince, how does it feel to be a Raiders fan? Because you were like totally in their corner. I thought they were going to win. Uh, yeah. I'm done with that. I'm the Raiders are yeah, getting the I Broncos you, treatment the from me. The Jaguars right now. were at home and they've lost three games in a row by like less than a touchdown. So yeah, told you this was and, and in the beginning. I looked like I was going to eat crow on this and uh, no, it didn't happen at all. Yeah, I don't need. I mean, I don't even know. They finally got Devontae Adams in the freaking game too and shit. I thought, oh, they figured something out. Maybe Josh Jacobs hasn't played as well the last two weeks than he did the four weeks prior to that. Um, Darren Waller's out. I hate you. Fantasy reasons, but I hate you. Um, so now, yeah, you're sitting at a point where you're like the, the Raiders. Some people were saying they could have won the division this year based on what they had on their team. And it's just they're worse than the Jags right now. Real question. Does Josh McDaniels get fired? He should, dude. He's a bad coach. I've been saying this for fucking years. Yeah, he's going to go back to Bill with his tail between his legs. See, like, I'm not we had this conversation, too, and you're like, listen, he'll figure it out, you know, and then Tebow shit. I mean, shit. Vince, fuck, I could figure it out with this amount of talent. That's what you, that's I could what just you like go to, to think, right? I could go to the Madden playbooks and know better. Be like, yeah. mm, Madden. Right. Throw Plug Josh Jacobs on it. That, and yeah, that's the thing too. It's just like, you know, he had that one winning season with the Broncos with the whole Tebow thing and all, everything was hitting right. But in reality, Josh McDaniels is just not a good head coach. He's a great offensive coordinator. Maybe just in Bill's system might be a system coordinator, but every time he gets a head coaching job, shit like this happens. He's like the Aldi brand Urban Meyer. He doesn't do <laughs> anything fucking messed up, but he just doesn't know how to coach NFL team. Yeah, no, Urban's pretty good. I mean, hey, you know, in college. Yeah, true. College. I mean, hey, no, 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 uh, no fingering, but buttholes. So all buttholes. Unless are she safe says in, yes in, in Las Vegas. Vegas. I mean, that's in Vegas. So yeah, any little fingering buttholes. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, speaking of which, uh, yeah. the Buccaneers uh, <laughs> took a big victory Ooh. at home in the final seconds against your Rams that you picked once again. Yeah, but what's and, wrong with both of these teams? Yeah, it's not looking good. Yeah, no. I, I mean, Tom is Tom. Tom he threw the ball 60 times. Yeah. And scored that been good over. 16 points. Yep. If you told and... me Tom Brady threw the ball 60 times, I would have been like maybe 27. Yeah, man. I think the Rams are like, man, we probably should have kept some of those draft picks. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the Bucks are like, shit, Tom, why'd you have to go get a divorce? Um, but with all of that being said, I think that this was a big turning point for the Bucks. They have some injuries. They're, they're starting to come back a little bit. Defense is starting to get healthy. This could be a turning point for them. Either that or it could be the total opposite. So, they're just lucky they're in a shitty division. Really I, exactly. A hundred percent. I wouldn't and disagree with that statement. When it comes to the NFC West, it's not exactly the same situation. Where the Rams, defending Super Bowl champions now, have Matt Stafford in concussion protocol. That was announced a couple hours ago. So he might not play next week. They're sitting at a 3-5 and five record right now. They don't know what to do with their backfield. Obviously, they're having a real hard time with that. Well, you have a starter. They just, for whatever reason, don't want to utilize him. Cam Akers? Yeah. I mean, yeah, because it's not working out well for him either when they put well, him they, in. Like, but at the end of the day, it's like he was looking good last year in the playoffs. And then I don't know what happened. You lost Andrew Whitworth. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. He can't make that big of a difference. If anybody would have looked at me uh, and said the NFC West 
uh, is up for grabs between the Seahawks and the 49ers and the Seahawks are in first place in this division, I'd be like, you're lying. I think Seahawks, dude. I think it's time to officially say they're just a good team. They're a really good team. Yeah. Honestly, they play really good defense. They hit on a lot of draft picks. Geno Smith is a dog. How? (laughs) I still don't understand how it's possible. But every time I watch it, I'm like, holy fuck, he's so good. Sometimes, sometimes when you learn a system and you go and you go and you go, Vince, you know, it just takes a little bit of time. And we're getting there. And Kenneth Walker's a fucking pro bowler. (laughs) Kenneth Walker is more than a pro bowler. Dude's fucking stud. He's great. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Um, Shall we get into the shit show of a game that was Titans and the Chiefs, or should we just move on? Let's talk about it for a bit. Um, The Titans defense is really good. I like to put that out there. Uh, But nothing else is good. Right. So Malik Willis is not supposed to be playing quarterback right now. You're not. There's no doubt about it. Mike's house is burning down. Yes, oh, Jesus. Sorry. Sorry in oh, Christ. I know. Oh, I am going to turn that down in post. I got to turn this down in post. Let me mark oh, this spot right here. <laughs> All right, we're moving on. <laughs> we, You said, hey, should we talk about this? And then immediately start going off. And, and like, then the fire, hit a smoke detectors to the rescue. We would be terribly... Yes. Uh, just terribly yes. misrepresented if we didn't just bring up the fact that, you know, this is brought to you by the kit of fire alarm company and corporation <laughs> to protect every facet of your home and business with a kit of fire alarm system moving forward. Um, <laughs> yes, Vince, uh, the fucking chiefs can play a decent brand of offense and have decent talent, but chiefs defense. I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know if they're there. Because they still gave up points to the best running back probably of this generation in yeah. Derrick Henry. Guy's a freak. I mean, there's no stopping healthy. them. They're slowing them down. Yeah. And then, right, you can't stay healthy. That's a big thing. Yeah. I don't understand why the Kansas City Chiefs are still trying to run this Isaiah Pacheco or Pacheco or whatever the Pacheco. hell his name is. It's obviously not working. Clyde actually had a decent beginning of the year this year. I would just throw him back in where it's going. Pat Mahomes can't throw the ball 70 times and throw 445 yards and you only win by three points. That's crazy. Um, and this is the thing too, with the Titans, it's like every single year, maybe their offense isn't going to work out. Get rid of AJ Brown. Maybe this isn't going to work out. I know they were in a losing battle this week, five and three right now though. Good defense, like kind of in control of their destiny here. They're going to make the playoffs again. And it's just going to be like, all right, back to it again. Here we go. We'll see. I don't know. If if anything, they got to realize that their uh, their quarterback draft pick in Tennessee is not a guy because he couldn't do a thing. He, he wasn't supposed to even touch the pass. field this year, though. Dude, you should be able to make a simple out pass. I agree. He couldn't even do that. So I I don't know what more to say other than that. He could not figure it out. He couldn't do a thing. That last that last half of the game, he could not move the football. It was like, and Tennessee gets another stop, and it was like, and eh, nothing's gonna happen. You just got to so, run the read option for sixty minutes forever. At that point, yeah, <laughs> just run read yeah. option for sixty minutes and hope for the best. Yep. But yeah, no. And the Ravens beat the Saints, so we all knew that was gonna happen. Duh. But let's, season. 
Yep. <laughs> Let's continue though, Vince. Uh, yes. We have a Bears corner to get into. We do. And it's I'm Jack. I don't even know how how much roaring we should do at this point. Um, because I'm jacked about our guy. I mean, we're not even winning. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That was good. Um, listen, I think that game, all things considered, went exactly how I wanted it to. You know, the Bears are losing the way you want them to lose right, right. now. They're scoring a lot of points. They're giving you a lot of promise on offense, which is what they need to do in a modern age of NFL football. Mm-hmm. And when you look at this, you're like, yep, that's it. That is fucking it. You want to know what the sugar on top is? The quarterback for the Chicago Bears a broke a record this week. Do I want him rushing for 178 yards every game? No. 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 But the video no. of him. He threw taking... three touchdowns, though, Vince. He right. threw exactly. for three touchdowns. So I think when you open up that running game for him, obviously there's going to be some guys playing spy. You take He's a couple guys go. off of receivers. He'll start throwing better. And his balls were on line today. Or not today, this week. He's been throwing the ball perfectly. For two weeks now, where it's just like he's putting the ball where it matters. Even that throw to uh, Equiminia St. Brown, where it went right through his hands, he's still like threw the ball perfectly. And any other guy's going to catch that ball. So very excited. That 60 yard run was electric. I don't know if you've seen the the stability cam like shot of him running, where it's like basically field level and you can just watch him run all the way down. But it was the closest thing to orgasmic that football's ever given. Dude, to see a Bears quarterback be this electric is something that I never thought these eyes would see. And, uh, yeah, Mitch never no, gave it's, you that. it's, it's exciting. <laughs> it's, what'd you say? Mitch never gave you that. Fuck off. Anyway, <laughs> we, we know you're the biggest Mitch fan there I is, but Mitch. no, no, no. Like, yeah, no, fan. but when you see, when you see Justin Fields, there's a reason the taxi squad boys were so excited when he was drafted. You know, and when you see him week after week progress and grow as a QB and as a young player, you're like, yep, this is why we were excited when he got drafted. He's a tough SOB. And not only that, but he's a guy. Yeah. Um, And now it's just surrounding him with the correct talent. He's proven that we got a guy. I think this is the only thing that Matt Nagy ever did well. And the thing, the thing is, he didn't even want him. <laughs> Seriously? He, yeah, he wouldn't play. He would not play an offense that was conducive to him at all. Because Pace, well, I don't think he knew how. Pace wanted him, and he didn't want him. Yeah, he didn't know how because he's in Kansas City right now, and they can run that offense with Justin Fields. Is it going to be as good as Pat Mahomes? He's Probably a QB not. control coach. I could do that. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, he's. Oh, he's you're asked. Patrick Mahomes. Just throw the ball, you right? Know, and just do your thing, man. Exactly. Well, that and that's the thing too is I think I believe it was a Ryan Pace decision. We went into another time where a different person ended up picking up the quarterback, and then another person came in after. Looks like this is going to work out. I really hope it does. Also, this gives me a lot better hope for Luke Getzey because I was getting very, very angry at him for a while there. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you 100 percent of the way. Um, I look at it like. Luke Getzke is starting to figure him out, starting to figure out his quarterback. Um, and moving forward, I think that there is a nice transition here moving forward. I agree. 
I would just like to see the defense play better. But that's going to happen when they get more guys. So that's how it happens. Well, I mean, you got to understand, Roquan, with that whole trade and, and how that all worked, you know, when you really view this, you know, it's one of these scenarios where it's like, okay, um, how do you move forward with your defense? And clearly it's like, all right, well, we want the draft picks because with all of that being said, Roquan goes to the Ravens and how that has worked for them was actually quite well because he looked like he didn't miss a beat on uh, Monday night. He didn't look like he looked like he is who he is. Yeah. It's sad in a way because it's like we had to do it because he wasn't going to resign. And from what a lot of reports were saying, though, Roquan said he was surprised and he just thought he was going into another week. And then he got brought in the office and like, hey, you're done. I think everybody's going to say that. I'm not going to yeah, lie. Exactly. But I think the big thing, too, is that he went to a defense that was like decent, but they just didn't tackle guys like they weren't. They were like pretty obviously pretty bad at tackling and he's a volume tackler. So I'm happy. I'm honestly happy that he's with that team because I think this is going to benefit him. And I don't think there was, I wanted him to be on the bears, but in reality, it's the best spot for him for that to happen. He's the guy the bears need in two years. In my opinion, I don't think it was the, the best thing for him to be on the team at the time that he was. So, yeah, you know, hopefully he can go win a AFC championship because chances are he's not going to the Super Bowl, but we'll get into it. So Vince, let's get into our week 10 picks and then our playoff picks and our Super Bowl championship picks. Shall we? Let's start with, um, quote unquote, tonight, the Falcons at the (laughs) Panthers. What a matchup. What a matchup. I think the Panthers win this game because they've lost that first game. And yeah, I got a good, I got a, I got a feeling. I like that. Terrence Marshall. (laughs) Okay. All right. Let's do it. I'm in. I need to get some games back here, and this is a good one for me to take. All right. Here we go. Let's go to Deutschland. Let's go to Deutschland. Let's go to the home yeah. of not Ivan Drago. <laughs> I mean, okay, Vince. Yes. Why did you even have to bring up Ivan Drago? We were talking about it earlier. And listen, I feel like He's not most from people, Germany. I know. Most people from, from Germany Russia. From look Griner like Land. Ivan Drago. Big, tall, beast blonde, guys, blonde hair eyes. shit. Yeah, he just Handsome looks like Ivan Drago. And I think that um, anybody that's on the team's going to go there. Tom Brady might find a German lass that he's in love with now that he's a single man. Who knows? Do you Tom think might that find his you? German model. Tom we'll might find his female Ivan Drago. Who knows it? We'll she see must what break him. There's a really okay. good Lupe Fiasco line with Ivan Drago, but I can't say it. Um, okay. okay. Seahawks at Buccaneers in Germany. Who you got? Bucks. All day long. Let's go. I'm taking the Seahawks Yay, because I've been this. I've been hedging them the whole time and it's not working out well. All right, All right. Here we go. Divisional matchup. Lions versus Bears. Bears. I'm also going to take the Bears here. I don't Fuck think the Lions are. are pulling out two in, no, two in a week not. here. It's just not going to no, happen. No, All right. Browns at Dolphins. Ooh. Um, I'm taking the Fins. Me too. Fins. Yeah. Seeing them last the week, they just seem like they're good. And hey, is Tua a guy? Tua still underthrows awful people. He's so. a guy, though. I swear to God, he's, he's right. a guy. He's, he's been playing his guy. ass off this year. All right. He's at Broncos at Tech at Titans. Excuse me. Um. Well, 
I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna say the Broncos are going on a win streak here. Broncos. <laughs> okay. Let's go. I'm, I'm not allowed to take the Broncos for the rest of the year. I already said it, so I'm taking the Titans. Wow. Viking, Vikings at Bills. Two powerhouses. Hmm. This is this is difficult because we don't know if Josh Allen's going to be a hundred percent. The Vikings are playing a really good brand of football right now. They've and they're in the 12 o'clock really spot. Well, noon spot, Kirk cousins. I'm rolling with captain Kirk, two losses in a row. Book it. I don't think Josh Allen sits out this game. I just don't think it's going to happen. Just because he doesn't sit out. Doesn't mean he's not a shell of himself. Then. Might be a dog. Texas saying. At Giants. So who'd you take, Vince? The you Bills, take the Bills? All right, all right. You didn't <laughs> say it. the Giants. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're just going to pass it over? Yeah, as assumptions. I'm taking the Giants. All right. I'm also taking the Giants. The Texans are horseshit. Jaguars at Chiefs. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Me too. Listen, the Jaguars won last week. Good for them. The Chiefs yeah, are winning yeah, this yeah, week. 100%. Saints and Steelers. Just a horribly boring Saints. matchup. Saints. <laughs> The yeah, Saints. the only team worse than the steel or the worst than the Saints are the Steelers, so I'm taking yeah. the Saints as well. I feel you. Colts at Raiders. This is the biggest up. toilet bowl of all time. <laughs> oh boy, biggest toilet bowl ever. The Raiders need a break somewhere. I'm taking the Raiders. I got to too. I don't yeah, believe in yeah, this. Don't Colts. ride with Sam. Part of me wants again. to. Yeah, no, no, no. I know what you're. I know what you're trying to do. Yeah, no, no, no. no. Part of me wants to sprinkle some do money. Do not make that FanDuel donation. I'm. Part of me wants to. Cardinals at Rams. Uh, I'm going to take the Cardinals. Me too. If Stafford's not playing, there's no chance that the Rams yeah, win. Concussion this, so. protocol, I'm good. Cardinals as well. Cowboys at Packers. Mike McCarthy revenge game? Uh, no, Cowboys. Well, the Packers are horseshit, and I love to say that, so I'm taking Fuck the Cowboys em. as well. Fuck Chargers em. at 49ers, Sunday night football. Fucking 49ers. Book it. Yeah, seeing them with McCaffrey, you can't really go against them. I'm agreeing with you there, too. And finally, we got a matchup of the NFC. The Commanders and the Eagles. Who do you got? I'm going to take the Eagles. Me, too. I'll take them till they lose. Same Z's, my guy. We're all set, and generally, generally in the show, we are all done with our picks. But guess what? We're not. Mid-season playoff picks. We're halfway through the season. This is an annual thing. Every time halfway through the season, this is the second year, um, that we're going to make our halfway Super Bowl picks. But first, Mike, to get our brains a little refreshed on what's going on around the league, I kind of wanted to touch in on the standings right now, see what Uh we're kind of set at. The top teams currently in the AFC, we're looking at the Bills leading the AFC East by – basically half a game I know against the Jets and the Who'd Dolphins. Not this so, guy. and this goes with the whole Josh Allen thing. Like he can't really mm-hmm. sit down and wait a week right now because those teams are rolling. Mm-hmm. Yep. And in all reality, like the Patriots could be almost tied for first place in the AFC South, right? Now. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they're last they bears, but yeah. that didn't happen. So, Yep, and then you go to the AFC West. We talked about this earlier, how this was going to be a gauntlet of division, not knowing that the not Broncos really. and the Raiders. Not really. Not we, really. We, we thought it was going to be. You know, you I bring mean, Russ over, Russ going to be good. thought did. Devontae yeah. goes to the Raiders. They're going to improve. Not the case. You got the Chiefs, and you got the Chargers, who we talked about earlier might be a little bit of a fraud 5-3 and three team. 
So it's kind of what we're Broad. looking at right now. AFC Ravens six and three lead the division. The Bengals defending Super Bowl contender, not winner. And then the Browns going to get to Sean Watson in a couple weeks, but they're three and five currently. And then the AFC South Titans lead. And the rest oh, of the division's I mean, kind of the biggest ass. shit of a division ever. Yeah. Um, well, AFC. So, I mean, now we're taking our playoff picks, right? Yes. We're going to go each division. Tell me about it. Let's go AFC. So, why don't, let's start with the AFC East. Yep. There's going to be some hypotheticals here. Okay. All right. So, don't necessarily quote me. Sure. Josh Allen, if this is a mid grain nerve damage type deal where it's not going to require surgery. I think the bills take the division outright. Right. Okay. And I think the dolphins are your wild card. That's kind of how I look at this. One of the wild cards, right? Won't see the jets in there. You think? Nah. Okay. I just think the dolphins are too talented as a team overall, offensively talented. They have a quarterback that can distribute the football. Zach Wilson's not that guy. Yep. And if you look at the rest of the season, it's just, yeah, no, no. Pats, they don't have a quarterback. So they're not going. going. It's not this year. So until Josh McDaniels comes back under Bill Belichick, a.k.a. Daddy, that's not going to happen. So with all that being said, I believe the Bills take the AFC East. I mean, in, in, in all other words, that's how I see it right now. I agree wholeheartedly. I mean, it's like if if you look at any division in this entire conference, this is probably the closest one right now. But I would also be willing to say that coming into it, I thought the Bills are the best team in the league. So if Josh Allen could keep it going, they're going to win it. And if I were going to hedge my bets right now, the Bills are still going to win that division. I do think the Dolphins are going to the playoffs, like you said. I don't think the Jets are, and the Patriots definitely aren't. So I'm taking the yeah. Bills. And I'm putting I'm putting the Dolphins in the playoffs as well. A wild card, we have to play yeah. that into. And yeah. then we look at the AFC West, Vince. I know in the beginning of the season, we were like, oh, man, this could be a thing, blah, blah, blah. Chiefs got the AFC West. Easy. And I, mean, I don't it, I yeah. don't even know if any other team from are. that division is going to the no, wild card. Broncos aren't coming back. No. The, the, the Broncos country is not riding. Chargers are just not led correctly. Um, yeah. Just yeah. Book it. That's what it is. AFC West. Uh, AFC North. We're getting another. We're getting another wild card here. I think. Truly believe. Um, I, do you think the right. Bengals are making it? Yeah, I do. The Ravens are going right. No, no. I think no? the Ra- I think the, I think the Bengals win the division. Wow. Okay. Now again, we're halfway think, through, think, so a lot I of think things. Jamar can Chase comes back in the next couple of weeks. It's the full blown Joe show. I, I'm not I'm not falling asleep on this team. It's one game. One team's yeah. five and four, the other six and three, and the Ravens have not played anybody worth the shit. They played a bunch of like mid level You play who's on your schedule matchups. I understand, but the Bengals get hot late. This is what they do. I'm not panicking on the Bengals. Just not. There's multiple teams in that wild card though, and that's the big thing. So they're not going to need to worry about a wild card. That offensive line's meshing. Defense needs some help. Their secondary needs to get healthy. When that happens, Bengals are back in full effect. So I'm I'm rolling with the Bengals. 
when that. I like AFC it. I'm taking North. the Ravens for the division. I'll give the Bengals a wild easy, card. Easy punt. Easy punt. I like them. I'm I'm doing the exact opposite. I think the Ravens take the wild card, and I think the Bengals take the division. Um. Okay. AFC South. Titans go. No one else. <laughs> I mean, a part of me is like the Jags, maybe. Fuck that. No but, shot. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> no shot. I guess the Titans are just it's your division to lose unless Lovey Smith pulls a fucking Chicago Bear Wonder Star out of his ass from 2006. Yeah, and wins uh, and wins out for the rest of the season because yeah, like, they're one and six and one right Davis now. Mills is not that guy, and the NFL is not what it was in 2006. So no, it is not. Yep, but Vince, why don't we get into the NFC because Shall this we? is a fun one. Uh, NFC East. You know, we got a lot to think about here. We got an eight and Eagles team. We got a six and two Cowboys team. We got a six and two Giants team. What division is this? A frisky little four and five commanders team, too. I mean, it's, you can't like totally write them off, but right. Well, that's the thing. The East on both in the AFC and the NFC, the East is kind of king right now. <laughs> They're all just going at it. Uh, Again, I said this earlier when we were making our picks, but the Eagles are going to win the division. The Eagles may never lose a game again. <laughs> I honestly don't know if they're going to. Uh, they're on an absolute heater, and I don't see how that's going to change anytime soon. Yeah, no. I, I mean, yeah, it's it's not going to end. I don't think it's going to end really at all. They're just rolling. Nick Sirianni knew how to grow a plant. Uh, yeah, if you, if you rewind to last year, what we were both saying about Sirianni, but particularly you with the watering plants. Hey, man, maybe there's some method to the madness. Maybe. I mean, I thought it was a smidge cringy. The fact that you're like hanging up pictures of flowers, you know, we're, we're hanging up pictures of flowers in the locker room to show we're plant. We got to water the plant. We're a group of dogs. It's like, what do plants and dogs have to do with each other? I have no fucking clue. But the, no, the Eagles take the NFC East. I unless like they go on a total shit slide and the Cowboys like totally perk back up because they got Dak back. I just don't see it happening. So I'm saying fly Eagles fly. Hey, if it works, it works. That's what she said. And anyways, <laughs> I wish that was. Anyway, it works. <laughs> moving on to the <laughs> NFC West. Yes. Um, we all knew this was going to happen. If somebody, yeah. If somebody told me back in the beginning of the season and the summer, August that, uh, you know, the Seahawks are going to be in first place in the NFC West halfway through the season. I'd be like, you're a fucking liar. I mean, um, we're going to talk about this other team in a moment, but the Seahawks and the Falcons were slated to be some two of the worst teams in the entire league this year. Uh-huh. <laughs> now the Seahawks are on top of the NFC West top of the against world, the Kenny. defending Super Bowl champs. Let us be frank. Shit's cray. Shit's cray. Crazy. Shit's cray. Yeah. I mean, listen, Geno Smith has come out to be a guy. Uh, the 49ers are on that uptick. So with all that being said, if I had to pick my division winner right now for the NFC West long term, taking the 49ers. San Francisco. I agree. I don't yeah. think there's like if McCaffrey stays healthy and they play like they're going to, and Jimmy, Jimmy G, G does Jimmy G, be, just right. Yeah. Be a game manager. That's all you got to do. Thinking, if he does that, it's great. Uh, the Cardinals aren't going anywhere this year. The Rams aren't going anywhere this year. So I am. I might give the Seahawks a nod in a wild card this year. 
I just don't know how it's going to go for the rest of the season. I'm, again, expecting the other ball to drop. They've given up a lot of points this year, and that is something to keep in mind. They just also aired out a lot this year. So I want to give them a wild card. Right now, I'll give them a wild card. Again, these aren't our picks. We go from the conference championship and down, so I'm not taking this as like a for sure, but right now, I want to give the Seahawks a wild card spot. I agree with it. I mean, it's pretty simple to go with. I think the Rams are shot. Um 49ers and the Seahawks. I'm in it. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Um, NFC North. It's going to be an easy one. <laughs> the Vikings take this <laughs> all the way because there is basically a three-way tie right now for second place. And I can't believe how much of a joke this division is. But it's really Vince, fun. I mean, the Bears, the Bears, could no. The Bears could just as much as the Packers could, which is not what I expected. Which is kind of like, huh? It's kind of cool. (laughs) Kind of like it. (laughs) And to hear that we got Chase Claypool over them is kind of like a big fuck you, which I love to hear. Who would you rather have, Jordan Love or Justin Fields? (laughs) Yeah. See? (laughs) See that? Our confidence is getting too high, people. Uh, You're not going to like us. (laughs) No, no, it's not getting too high. No, I'm saying saying the people are just going to be like, shut up, and I won't. And I won't. Good job, Packers management. High five. You were high five when you trashed Jordan Love out of Utah State. Trash. 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 So, yeah, no. Bears, lock it in. Uh, no, I mean, the Vikings are going to take this division. <laughs> Lock it in. Fucking... The Bears are going. Yeah. <laughs> the Bears aren't doing shit. Uh, Vikings take this division with a clear land out. Easy. So, yeah. Kirk Cousins is doing Kirk Cousins stuff with his chains on. Yeah, I mean, they're going to lose the first round. But yeah, for sure. I like it for now. NFC South. NFC Are South. Or what? NFC South. What an interesting little division here. The Bucks, I'm not convinced that they're good at all. Vince, I think they're probably gonna madness. they're gonna win the division, but dude, they have okay, not played well this year. Talk about all right, yeah, we know. All right, I'm just saying. So right now, I'll give I'll give the Buccaneers right. the nod. Maybe the Falcons sure. might swindle into no, a wild card. No, race. no, no, we'll see. Gonna, no, no, no way. We'll see. No way. Bucks win the division, hundred percent. All right, let's get into it, Vince. Yeah. So early, now we have picks. Way too early Super Bowl picks. Happily. Bowl picks, Vince? Um, and the fun part about this is, is these are locked in, and we'll be talking about them basically weekly for the rest of the season here. So we're going to go AFC Championship. We're going to go NFC Championship. We're going to go Super Bowl, and we're going to pick a winner. All right. So fucking in. Since you always go first for all of these, I think oh. I'm going to go. I'm going to do you the pleasure and tell you my picks before you can be like, you're an idiot. This is what I picked. I think that, I think it's only fair to you. I think it's only fair to you. Let's go. Um, so the AFC championship. I again, this is all bearing on what Josh Allen's going to do, how everybody plays. I think this is a rematch. Chiefs bills. I do rematch wins. Or right. Well, because they, they weren't the championship, right? They were the week before. Mm hmm. Yeah, because the fucking Bengals. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to be a rematch of that game in the AFC Championship, I believe. I hope that is true. I'm going to take the Bills Chiefs. Who do you got? See, now I'm going to pick the true rematch. I think it is going to be the Chiefs and the Bengals once again in KC. Okay. 
this time I just don't believe the Bengals have the juice. No. So, no. So what that means is you're taking, taking the Chiefs. Chiefs to go to the Super Bowl this year. Yep. Yep. I was gonna do the same missed. thing, but fuck it for parody, baby. The Josh Allen led Bills are going to the Super Bowl wow. this year. All right. All right. <clears throat> okay, NFC Championship. This is maybe a little more interesting on this side. Uh, I mean, a betting man has to take the Eagles. I want to take the Eagles, so I'm going to. Yeah. I am so concerned about this other pick <clears throat> because there's an obvious one, and I think you're going to take the same thing. It's an obvious one. The 49ers are a wagon. What are you going to do? Oh, They're a yeah. wagon now. Yeah. I... Wagon. I truly think they're going to go off for the rest of the Rock year. Me, mama, like a wagon it's the Eagles wheel. 49ers. It is. Rock it's the Eagles 49ers. That's who I'm taking for my NFC championship. Hey. Hey. Mama, mama rock me. All right. <laughs> well. Vince. Yes. I agree with half of this. Okay. So you're taking the 49ers? Nope. nope. <laughs> okay. Nope. No, no. Mm. Eagles. I know what you're about to do. Fucking psycho. Eagles. Yeah. And it is going to slowly become Tom Brady season. <sighs> I knew that. And was Tom be. Brady. I'm really happy you're taking this. The Thomas Edward Brady will play the Eagles in the NFC Championship game with the grudge matches of fucking grudge matches. <laughs> okay. Tom Brady. We'll take this fucking team to a Super Bowl. Book it. Bucks, Chiefs, Super Bowl, rematch it again. Tom wins out. Divorce year, fucking happening. No way. Um, Probably not going to happen. Anyway. I I, Let me take my pick really quick. Um, So I took the Eagles and the 49ers. I believe, and this goes against my conventional wisdom and what I wish is going to happen, but I believe that the 49ers might pull this one out. And it might be a Bills 49ers. I believe you're not wrong in all that. Um, this is a pie in the sky. Uh, the 49ers still give me some signs of questioning because yep. I don't believe Jimmy Garoppolo is the answer. So, But he's brought him to a Super Bowl before. There's no reason that he can't do it again. defense brought them to a Super Bowl before. He was playing. Just saying. And it, they're going to get I healthy mean, we, at that we point. Have our that's my hope. Yeah. All we right. Who wins the Super Bowl, Mike? Who wins it? You have Chiefs Buccaneers. Who are you taking? I just said it. Fucking Tom. Oh, duh. I, I, I just, I gave you my winner. No, because Tom. I can't believe that you Tom versus time. <laughs> I wasn't fucking around. I know. Um, okay. I'm a well, psycho in that sense. For this one, I'm going to break the Bills fans heart. I think the 49ers actually might win this. They've been so close so many times. And, at this and, point. and you know what, Vince? If that happens, I really hope you're right. That'd be fun. And I think it would be good for Jimmy G. And I also like the idea of them having a real QB controversy. So you have a... Bills 49ers Super Bowl. Yeah. All right. And you have a Chiefs Buccaneers. So this is nice. So we have completely Jim, two different matchups, Jim two Kelly different winners. I, I'm just going to piss myself when it's like the fucking Bengals and the Seahawks. Yeah. Geno Smith takes them to the fucking like, Super Bowl. Like, what? <laughs> like, it's I would not impossible. literally die fucking laughing. Yep. Or Kirk Cousins, which I really hope doesn't happen. No, Kirk Cousins. Does not show up when the lights are the brightest. Right. We have found that on any primetime game that he's played in. Yep. So, Vinny boy, 
with all that being said, the idea was to get into baseball at some point tonight, but I think we got to yeah. push. Um, I agree. Fuck the Astros. Fuck the Astros. Bottom line. We, that's all we were going to get at because the world series, we need to give far more respect to in time. And we need to have a whole segment on that, which we will get into next week. But I think you understand our feelings. Yeah. Um, and I believe next week will be the time to really dig deep into that. What I agree. agree. And also, if you didn't know, I fucking hate the Astros. <laughs> we both <laughs> fucking hate the Astros. The worst. And we hate that little evil garden gnome. Yep. And we really dislike their toothpick chewing, geriatric, dusty bullshit, dusty Baker, whatever the fuck bullshit. his name is. Yeah. Yeah. No. Anyways. Thank you so much for tuning into the Taxi Squad Podcast, episode 45 of season two on November 9th. Um, and if you do know the drill, you know to uh, just subscribe to subscribe. this and share this. And like it. And like it. And, and you know, not only that, but once again, we know you have a grandfather out there. And, and if you don't, I'm sorry, and I don't either, so I can sympathize with you. But if you do. Vince and I, you know, we both don't have them anymore, so yeah. you need to share this. With now your grandfather and let him know that we're a pretty cool group of guys. And we're looking for a grandpa. <laughs> we're just looking. To, just bring the boys, yeah. your cool grandpa, to the show. Just one time. Please. That's all we ask. Maybe he knows sports. Maybe he doesn't. Doesn't matter. Sure. Doesn't matter. You love him either way. <laughs> Send him our way. Let's do it, guys. You know, this could be a fun thing to share with your grandfather and you're fucking keeping him from us. Right. Exactly. Before you know it, he might be gone, so you might as well put him on it now because he deserves it and you deserve it, and it's good. So, and not no only that, but the the taxi squad boys deserve it. Yes, agreed. So you know the drill, people, and as always, we'll see you next week. Peace.